Good morning, this is Dr. Hardin, and it, <clears throat> it is that time again for Moments of Inspiration. That's right, Moments of Inspiration. And I wanna thank God for you that's going to be a part of this today and you that's gonna come in later. Uh, but I just want you to know that I thank God for you. That's right, I thank God for you. And so uh, we're gonna have a little, uh, discussion this morning. When I say discussion, uh, we want to go a little bit. I want to slow it down a little because I want you, uh, something I want you to be able to receive as we come on the air live uh, from Great Open Door Worldwide Ministry. And I just want to give you some, uh, maybe I want to say some nuggets that will help you get through this time and this turmoil. Let me pray. Dear God, I thank you that you, God, are who you say you are. Thank you, God, that you never fail. Thank you, God, that you know everything. And, God, you're everywhere. You have all power. And we're praying, God, right now that you would have your way. That one more time, God, you would let down that anointing, that yokes will be destroyed, stronghold will be broken and pulled down. Men, women, boys and girls will be inspired, enhanced, and enlightened. We pray for those that are sick, those that are going through, those that are destitute and places, God, that they are hurting. And we're praying, God, now for your blessing to be on them and that you will move, God, in an unusual way, that you would move, God, that you would help us to do the thing that we need to do, and that you would bless, God, these moments of inspiration. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. God bless you, and I pray that you have had a blessed week up until now. I pray that your Sunday uh, service, whether you attended by virtual or whatever way you attended it, that it was well. I pray that everything is well with your family. I pray that it's well with your relatives, your friend. I pray that it's well with your health. That's right, with your health. And we are here to bring you moments of inspiration, not moments of frustration. You have enough frustration going on in your life. Things are not going the way that we would love for them to go and like and want would present them to go. But God has been good to you. And since God has been good to you, uh, then you have a right to praise God. Now, uh, the testing of Job. Job went through a test. And we don't talk about Job uh, too much unless we want to talk about uh, what that he can benefit you today. So I'm going to read the key verse, which is verse 1 of chapter 1 of the book of Job. And I'll read a few more excerpts in a minute. But I want to read that Job chapter 1 and verse 1. There was a man of there was a there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was perfect 
and upright and one that feared God and eschewed evil. Now he ran away from evil and he loved God. And his name mean a pain, a controversy, or having problem. And so just his name alone uh, will tell you what he had to go through. Let me give you a little background on Job. Job was come along during the time actually uh, uh moses so it, he didn't have and when we looked at the test and Job went through he did not have commentaries bibles books prophets and other folks that had went through before him but job was put in and job is one of what we call uh the poetic book and the poetic actually mean beyond and above in other words they it was things that happened beyond and above and so when we look at the book of Job, Job then, that perfect man at that time, a perfect example, living among the heathen, but he was, God had blessed him. He was uh, what we would call a well, well, well-to-do man. And so Job, uh, every morning, every day, he prayed for his children. In verse 6, if you got this, is Job chapter 1. In verse 6, he said, now there was a day when the sons of Job came to present themselves the sons of god came to present themselves before god satan came also among them now satan came among them now i want you to understand there is nothing that you can do no place that you can go here on earth that the devil is not going to be among somebody Either he's going to hitch a ride in or he's going to come in in someone. And so the sons of God made their appearance before God and Satan showed up among them. And verse 7 said, And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence cometh thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth and from make and walking up and down in it. So that lets you know that the devil cannot be at be, he's not uh, omnipotent. Uh, he can't be everywhere at the same time. All prayer are not present. He can't be everywhere at the same time. There is a time that he he comes and he have to be there. He can't be everywhere at the same time. So he came in with the sons of God and God asked him, say, where, where are you been, Satan? He said, I've been going up and down through the earth, seeing whom I may devour. Then it said, the Lord said unto Satan, Have thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man that feareth evil, that fears God, and eschew evil. He run away from evil. Have you considered him? And here's what Job said. Then Satan said, here's what uh, Satan said. Satan answered the Lord and said, Doeth Job fear God for naught? Have thou not made a hedge around him about his house? And about all that he have on every side, thou have blessed the work of his hand, and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he have, and he will curse thee to thy faith. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he have is in your hand, is in your power, only upon his himself, Put not thine hand. So Satan went forth and presented in the, out of the presence of God. So whenever the devil shows up, he always have an alternative motive. He's never showing up to agree with you unless you're in sin. And so he comes to God, and God said, what are you doing here? He said, oh, I'm walking to and fro in the earth to see who I can devour. And God said, have you considered my servant Job? Now, I'd like to ask the question this morning to you that are viewing. Could God recommend the devil to you? 
Could he tell the devil, I would like for you to, have you considered Harden? Have you considered, uh, 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 have you considered uh, Patricia? Have you considered uh, 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 Shakur? Have you considered all, any of these people? Could he recommend you? Could he, could he call your name and recommend you? And, 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 and you would be feel comfortable, reckon, recommended God, that God recommended you to Satan. And said to Satan, you would take everything that he have, everything he have, just don't touch him. And Satan didn't see, here's the thing about the devil, he don't waste time. He don't waste time. And, 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 and so immediately he went out and what had happened? All of a sudden, Job Callows was dead. His camels was dead. His, his goats was dead. Next thing, it's sure in having part. Job had been praying for them every day, interceding for them. They had their own houses and they did their own thing. They was well to do. And Job was praying every day for his children because he knew that God, he knew that God would, 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 was watching them, and that, that, that God was watching over them and he prayed for them that they did not do sin and they were doing sin. They was having parties. They were having good time, big time stuff they was doing. Now, so all those things happened then God said to, to, to Satan, say, Satan said, if you take your hand off of him, I'll make him curse you to your faith. He goes down. Then while they're parting, then one come in and said, your cattle's are dead, Job. Your, your, your oxes are gone. Your goats are gone. Uh, uh, there was a wind came in, a tornado, a storm, your servant. Now your children are done. They were having a party. Now they are dead. And all of these things, one after another, one after another, you know, we, we, we can't basically digest just one little thing about our, what we out of our comfort zone we would be just going insane but can you imagine with somebody coming in telling you your oxes are gone your cattle are gone all your asses are killed your children are killed da 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 one right after another one and job just pulled off his clothes and said naked i came into this world and naked i'm going to go out then the devil went back and he said to god god he said god said have you considered my servant job he said, yeah, you still got him covered, but let me be able to touch him. Let me put skin to skin. And I guarantee you, if I put my hands on him, he will curse you. That's right. He will curse you. And, to, and, and God said, go ahead, but don't take his life. So he goes down. The Satan come back and he put boils all over Job's body, boils that, that was sore, that was bursted. His wife was just so ashamed of him. She was ashamed of him. And she said to Job, to Job, you ought to curse God and die. I said, look at you. You don't look, you, you're not my husband. You got boils all over you and you're talking about you serving God and God is allowing boils and all this stuff to come on you. Here's one thing that you have to understand, that when the, the devil required to really cover you and, and do, do some severe things to you when you are going through, when you're going through. So what you got to be careful about, don't worry about what the devil is saying about you. And he think that he's putting his feet on your neck or a foot on your neck simply because you're going through some physical problem. And so his wife said, you don't look nothing like my husband. You talking about you a man of God and all these swords on you. Why don't you curse God and die? And Job said, woman, you talk as a foolish woman. You don't even sound like my wife. You don't sound like my wife. And so then he, he, and, 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 and all of this cruciation, this, this is what he was going. A lot of time, uh, people don't, don't use Job until they're going through trouble. And they well, you know, Job went through, but uh, historian Josephus said that, the, that Job only went through nine months. So you've been laying up and, and talking about this for years and years and years and years. Then you're not going through what Job went through. This was nine months. 
And then the only thing, the other thing that you want to take an example from Job, Job never did uh, curse God. Job never blamed God for his problem. Job went to his friend. And so this is what I want to share with you today. I want to share with you that your blessings are coming. Your blessings are coming. Uh, now listen to me closely. I want, to, want you to listen closely. Numbers. God do not count numbers. You could just repeat that with me. God do not count numbers, but he makes numbers count. All right, he don't count numbers, but he make numbers count. If you look in, if you look at the sequential of numbers, number one is God. Number two is the Son, and number three is the Holy Ghost. Now, they all work together. They don't work divided. They are together. Now, what we have to understand, they have different attributes, different attributes. The same God, Jesus said, uh, he said that, have I been so long, said to Philip, have I been so long with you, and yet you don't know me? I'm in the Father, and the Father's in me, and I and, and the work that I do, I don't do it of myself, but I, everything that God tell me, that's what I do. And so, Philip, you, you, you ought to know that I'm in the Father and the Father's in me. I'm the face of God on the earth. That's what Jesus was telling him. So we got the Father, number one, and we got Jesus, number two, and the Holy Spirit, number three. And these three all agree in one, and they are one. Now, they are one, and they have different attributes. The God is the God of all. He's the Father figure, our Father. Jesus Christ is the Son. He is the intercessor. The Holy Spirit is like the, the comforter. That's right, the comforter. So a comforter is like a mother. So he's the comforter. The Holy Spirit is the comforter. Jesus is the intercede, and God is the Father. Now, those one, two, three. Number four is earth. In the fourth day, God created the earth. And so number five is grace. That's right, grace. Noah was 500 years old and the first time grace was found was mentioned in the bible was by noah so noah found grace with god so he was 500 years old so grace then number six is man that's when god made man number seven is is the day of of of, of completion everything was completed on earth and the bible said number eight god rested now he wasn't talking about rested like we talked about rested he had nothing else that god had to do nothing else he had to do he rested on the eighth day and the ninth day is the time of birth what do we mean by time of birth well if a woman carried a baby nine months it's birth time and so number 10 is the number of completion it, number 10 is not completion number 10 is the blessing that's why the tithe is holy that's right the tithe is holy and so it's holy to God and so the tent number 10 and number 11 is unequal government number 12 is government and so when you get to number 20 20 is the year of the day 20 is the number of expectation that's right why are you expected because the 10 number 10 10 two twice times 10 and the 10th is the month of 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 of, 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 of financial blessing the tenth is holy, and so when you get to twenty, it's the time of expectation. Nobody, now you can you can try to figure it out if you want to, but nobody wrote a book and told you 2020 that we would all be in expectation. Everybody's in expectation. We're expecting a virus some from, to get rid of this virus. We're expecting to be able to, to pay our bill during this pandemic. Nobody knew about this but God, the, directly what was going to happen, but God, man made a cry to, to have some enhancement or whatever, but everything comes from God. And so in, this is the year of expecting. you got you got to be expected. We're expecting God to deliver us. We're expecting God to keep us. We're expecting God to, to keep us from from being getting the virus we're expecting God to take over care of our children we're expecting God to open doors for us and make ways for us all of these things it's the year of expected all over the world they are expecting they're expecting to get the virus, a cure for the virus expecting you to make it that my husband my wife my children on the ventilator I'm expecting them to come out I'm expecting God to heal me from cancer all this this is 20 the year of expectation 
Now, if you look at the Bible, the Bible said in, 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 in the book of, of uh, Numbers and the book of not only Numbers, they, in Numbers where they got, they was, God was getting ready to, to, to deliver the folks, and they said because they went and seen uh, the spot out the land and come back and told them that the land was the land of milk and honey, just like God said, but the giants were there, and they said that we look like grasshopper. They brought back a false report, and so God said everybody that's over 20, over 20, will not get a chance to see the promised land. But the one that was under 20, they're going to see it. So their expectation was every year that they was going to be taken into the promised land until the 40. And 40 is the num number of deliverance. And they went into the and went into the promised land. So when we look at what Joel was going through and what when we compare it with now, well, this is the year of expectation. Now, let me tell you something. Number seven, and, and what we got here, the, the 21st century is coming on. That's right. We're expecting the 21st century to be in. I mean, uh, 2021 to come in in just a month, if I'm about a month and a half from now. All right, when that come in, that's 21st century. That's 21, what we're looking at. We don't look at the first, the 20, but it's 2021. Now, that's three times seven. So that's three perfection. That's right. That's three time completion, three completion. Now, God is getting ready to open up a door for us. Watch this. I'm not forgetting about when Joe. He's getting ready to open up a door for us, and that door would start to materialize him this year, this coming up year, because it's a year of where God, the expectation, we've been expecting God to do this, and now that year, the three times seven is going to be that year. And now from that, that right from that, that 21st year, God is going to start opening doors and making ways for you. And then 22, what is 22? Now you got seven, then you got eight. Eight is the year of expectation. It's a new beginning. It's a new beginning. It's a new beginning. What did God do? After he, the, after he had created the earth, he rested on the seventh day. And on the eighth day, what did he do? It was a new beginning. That new beginning was God began to, everything was organized. Then things started growing. Then he, men became, man became independent. Animals, all that he had named them all. He was through with everything. But everything started growing. Man started fellowship and all of those. So a new beginning. Then nine, then a time of birth. God they gave birth all over, spread it all over the world. Ten to tithe it. The tenth is holy. Then eleven unequal yoker. And he got then he had twelve what? Jacob had twelve sons. Twelve sons. That's the that's the, that's what order. Twelve sons, twelve apostles, twelve gates to the city. All of these things. Twelve, twelve, twelve is disciples. All of these things you have to look at. So what I'm trying to tell you, Job went through. Now Job did not have all the things that we have. He didn't have a commentary. He didn't have no friends to go. He was a, a man, a perfect man. He was satisfied with what God had done for him. He praised God for what he did for him. We ought to be praising God for what he's doing for us also. We should not be with our heads down. We should not be crying and, and, and murmuring and weeping every day. We ought to know that joy is coming and joy is on its way and God is going to make a way for us and that way is going to be God, God, we're coming out of this. We're, we're getting ready to come out. And, and I'm not talking about just everybody going to come out. I'm talking about that you're going to come out. It's a coming out time and next year it's going to, you're going to see how God is going to shift the thing. Listen, listen, I'm telling you that God is going to shift it. I'm not a prophet. I'm just looking at what the Bible said. That God shifted them and all the pain and all the hurt and all that you think that you've lost. God is going to restore it back. He told Listen, he told David, David was, was, was with, had played crazy and that he was insane because Saul was after him and he went to the Philistine. And when he got to the Philistine and they, they, they had a law, they wouldn't kill a crazy person. And they said, this man is crazy. They knew he was Daisy. But then David then they, David said, I'll, be, I'll work with you. I'll do what you want me to do. And when the war came up against the Philistine, against Israel, then the, the Philistine said, no, we can't let David do this. We can't let him go out with his men. And David didn't understand why. And they told David to go back to 
Zigbag. And he went back to Zigbag and he got there. The enemy, the, 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 the enemy had destroyed everything that he had. Everything he had. Like Midianites had taken it. Because the Midianites was like what we would call nomad. They scattered out. They would take everybody's stuff and they was they, they filled the land just like basically they said like like grasshoppers. And and when David got there, they had taken his family. They had taken his family and everything, his children, his wife, and everything he had. Now, David, then the Bible said he weep and he cried. His men wept until they couldn't cry no more. And they was getting together. They was ready to kill David. And David, then the Bible said, when, when, let me tell you what you got to do to get, make sure that you're going to be able to walk through this thing and make sure that God is on your side. Make sure that you know God for who he is and not for whom somebody told you he is. But you got to know that you 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 know that God God is on your side and you got to know that you have been worshiping him. You got to know that you've been praising him. You got to know that God has been already opened the door for her. Now, here's the thing. And so the Bible said that David encouraged himself. Now, now his men was talking about killing, killing him and he didn't have nobody to go to. He couldn't go to Saul. He couldn't, couldn't go back to the Philistine. He couldn't go back to the men that were ready to kill him by 400 men that he had raised up out of poverty and they was with him. And the Bible said he encouraged him Himself. And I'm telling you that you got to encourage yourself in the Lord. You got to encourage when other folks are not patting you on your back, when other folks are not talking about what you are doing and how much you're doing and how much they appreciate you. Forget about that. You got to encourage yourself. You got to say, look, you got to say, look, harden a look. Bob, uh, look, look, you look, Flower, uh, look, Miller, you got to, I got to encourage myself. How do you encourage yourself? He encouraged himself in the Lord. And he said, how do you encourage yourself? God, I know you're still healing. I know that you're still giving joy. I know that you're still making a way. I know that you're still on my side. I know that you're making, you woke me up this morning. I know that I can make it through you. I know that all things are possible through you. Just encouraging yourself through God's word. And then Job, then what did Job do? Job said, though he slay me. Let me go to the 14th chapter and read this to you. Job, when a friend, he sat with his friend. Now, let me tell you something. Friends are set with you for a while and they'll go along with you for a while. But what friends are doing, they are judging you on what they see. They are judging you on what they see. They don't see your heart. They don't see your spirit. But what they see is the outward part. And if the outward part is weeping or crying or hurting, they think that you did something wrong because God that they know, the God that they know and the God that they've heard about, then he don't do you like this. And they sat with Job and they sat with him for seven days and didn't say nothing. But after the seven days, they went to putting judgment on Job. Job, I know you did this and you did this. I know you've been saying you're perfect. And I know you said all of these things. And, and then Job asked a question in, in chapter 14, man, verse 1 said, man that is born of a woman is of a few days and full of trouble. He, he said, I, I, a man that's born a woman is of a few days. He's not going to be here forever, but a few days and he's full of trouble. He come forth for, like a flower and is cut down. He flees also as a shadow and continues not. So, so he said, then he goes on to say in some of the other verses, he said, you know, I've noticed something in life. And he was talking to them. He said, I've noticed something in life. He said, they can cut a tree down and a tree 
where the, the roots would begin to wither and rot. And but if there's a green branch left on it, and that branch get enough, just get some water, can fall off into some rotter, then it that branch will begin to call the whole tree to start back to budding. And then after a while, you see sprouts on the tree. It'll grow out again. But he had a question and question that he said, Lord, if a man die, can he live again? Can he live again? And God gave him an answer. No, 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 no. Let me read that uh, verse uh, uh, seven for you. For there is hope of a tree. If it have cut down, that it will sprout again, and the tender branches thereof will not see. Though the root thereof was waxed old, the earth and the rocks thereof died in the ground. Yet though the scent of water, it was bud and bring forth bras life a plant. Now, life and a plant. Now, but a man dieth and wasted away. Yea, man giveth up the ghost, and there he is. Now, as the water faileth from the sea, now listen to this, the water faileth from the sea, and the flood decay and dries up, so man can lie down and raise up and raise not until the heaven be more, they shall not awake nor be raised up. So Job was saying, Lord, a man can die and he won't raise up again. What is it that we should do? And so he lied down. He said, the plants can do it. The trees do it. But man, once he, Job was near death, and he was talking about this thing. And he said, oh, that thou, this is verse 13, oh, that thou will hide me in the grave, and that thou will keep me secret until the wrath be passed that thou have, that thou wouldest anoint me and set time and remember me. God, if you just bury me in the dead, just let me die, God. This is how bad Job was hurting. Just let me die, God, and then bury me. And then there's a time, God, set a time that you will remember me. Set a time that the thing going to be over. And that, this is what we would like God to do. We would like God to tell us, say, I'm going to take you through a trial. It's going to be three months and six days. And on the sixth day, three months and six days, I'm going to bring you. God doesn't do that. He don't do that. He don't tell us about the time. He don't tell us when he's going to do it. He want to know how long you're willing to hold out for him. Do you love me more than these? As he said to Peter, do you love me more than you do the fishing? Do you love me more than you do your wife? Do you love me more than you do your husband? Do you love me more than you do your children? Do you love me more than you do shopping? Do you know me? love me more than you getting a lot of praise and everything? Do you love me more than accurately? How much do you really love me? How far are you ready to go? See, are your blessing your blessing going to cost you something. You got to go through, because on the other side of your go through your, is your breakthrough. On the other side of your breakthrough and your go through is your blessing. And so God got to know, can he trust you with what he's getting ready to do? God is getting ready to do some things for us. And if you don't go through it, my God, we is almost going to blow your mind what God has got in store for you. And you, and, and you just got to get through it so you can see it. Now, in verse 14, he's in, in, in 14 and 14, 14, Daniel, uh, Job 14 and 14, if a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my anointed time. Now, now note, appointed time will I wait till my change come. There's a change coming. My God, that's what I want to tell you. A change is coming. A change is coming. The change is coming. He's going to break through this pandemic. The change is coming. He's going to overcome cancer. The change is coming. He's going to tear down a uh, stroke. He's going to get migraine headache. Change is coming. He's going to break the stress that you're going through in your body. Change is coming. And you need to tell yourself and point to yourself, tell change is coming. The change got to start in me. And all my appointed time, all the troubles I've had, all the, all the discussion that people that did about me, all the lies they've told on me, my God, a change. 
change is coming. And my God, when and, and Job had to go through his friend talking about it, God had to take him and 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 and, and put him all in the in, in the wilderness of his mind, and he had to let go of a lot of things, and a whole lot of things he had to let go of. But in, and, and 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 then you go to chapter thirty-six, and 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 not chapter thirty-six, chapter thirty-eight. And verse 11, and you're going to see what God, what Job got, what he knew that God was on his side, that God was with him and that God was opening doors for him and that God was making a way for him. Now, he was saying that the people, there are people that work iniquity. There are people that work wrong stuff and they do all of these things and look like that they are prospering in their own way and look like they are gaining and they're doing all this wicked stuff. But Job held on to God and he said, look, he said, they that in, 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 in chapter 38 and they and in, in verse number 12, they that also who seek after thou life. Now watch this. After thou life, after, if you seek it after your life, then speak mischievous thing and, and images deceit all the day long, all the day long. But there is something that God is going to do. So let's look at Job. Go back a minute and look at Job 36 and 11. Job 36 and 11. Note what it said. He said, let not the foot of the pride come against me and let not the hands of the wicked uh, remove me. Don't let them remove me. Don't, don't let them uh, harm me. Don't let them do the thing that they want to do to me. But God, you take care of me. My life belongs to you. And I don't want to fret myself and I don't want to get upset about what they are doing to me. But God, I thank you that you're going to take me through. I thank you, God, that you're going to make ways for me. And you've already made the ways for me. You've already gave me uh, something that I didn't have. You've already opened doors for me. And you've always made ways for me. And so Job kept a positive mind. And that's what I want to tell you. You got to keep a positive mind in going through. Because if you don't keep a positive in mind, the devil is going to tear you down. The devil is going to destroy you. And we do what we will not allow the devil to destroy us. And so we got to understand that we have to learn how to wait on God. We have to pay, pray and wait on God. And Job said, those that will see good days in life and good old year, put your trust in God and not in man. Put your trust in God. And then in chapter 42, God Bless Job. Now, that's what I'm going to tell you, that, the, that your good days are coming. They are coming. Now, God, my God, but listen, Dave, Job said, though you, though you slay me, yet I'm going to trust in you. And all my appointed time, I'm going to wait until my change coming. Well, his change didn't come until the end of it. In chapter 40, uh, when we look at chapter 42 uh, and verses 10 through 17, my God, then you see Job change come. And let me tell you something, you got a change coming. Yeah, God going to change your situation. God going to change your ideology. God going to change your mind. God going to change your spirit. And Job, and, and, and in Job chapter 42 and, and 44, Job then started talking to God. And God said, okay, Job, said, I'm going to do some things for you, but I want you to understand, Job, that I'm not just doing it for you to be doing it. When God do something for you, he don't just do things for you to just be doing it. No, 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 he don't do that. He do things for us that he give us what we qualify for, not the things that we want. A lot of people say, well, if God do this and he do that, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Now, let me just read 36, 36 and 10. He opened, now, now, if they obey 
and serve him, they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. So if you obey God and obey him and live and, and, and do what he said, you're going to live your old days in pleasure and prosperity. That means that God is getting ready to bless you, my God, and bless us. And, and, and you know, young folks, listen, live and trust with God. Don't, 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 don't cry to jump into everything that you see. Don't cry to be a part of this and a part of that. You know, obey the thing. Obey some thing. You always got to bend. You got to bend the stuff that you don't like. You got to bend the stuff that, that's causing you problems. You can't have everything your way. Everything is never going to go your way. And even folks that have lived a long time, everything haven't went their way. That's right. It haven't went their way. But in Job chapter 42 and verse number 10 said, in chapter 42 and verse 10. All right, let me get verse 10. Well, let's verse 11. Then came there unto him all his brethren, all of his sisters, and they, all they that had been unacquainted before and did eat bread with him in his house. And they bemoaned him and comforted him over all the evil. And the Lord had brought upon him every man who also gave him a piece of money and every one an earring of gold. So the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning. For he had 14,000 sheep and 6,000 camels and a thousand yokes of oxen and a thousand she asses. He had also seven sons and three daughters. That's what the devil had taken from him. And he called the name of the first Janima uh, and the same of the second uh, Kinzia. The name of the third, he gave all his children the name and in all the land where no women found so fair as the daughter of Job, and then their father gave them inheritance among their children. After their life, Job a hundred and fifty years, and this this twenty after his life, a hundred and fifty years, his sons and his daughters, sons and sons, even four generations. So Job died being old and full of days old and full of day. So what I'm going to tell you that your your help is on the way. Your help is coming. Your days, all your appointed time, I'm going to wait until my change comes. There's a change coming. That's right. There's a change coming. God is going to bring a change that's going to blow your mind, but you got to stay with God. You got to trust God. I can feel the change coming. I know you said, well, preacher, you're saying that, but I don't see it. No, listen, the change, God don't make a change just, just so fast that you don't know what happened. He's slowly. Now, I want you to understand something. If you look back three years where you were, and Brian, look back now. Look what God have done for you. Look what he's done for you. If you've been with God and stayed with God, God has did some things for you. And then sometimes the more you trust him, the more God blesses you. Why is it the more you trust God, the more he blesses you? Here's what happened. When you learn, you, most of the time when you're young, in your 20s, you think you know everything. In your 30s, you still think that, but then you started making some adjustment. That's right. You start making some adjustment. Most of the people that are athletes, but in the, getting in their 30s and they pushing 40, that's when they stop. Then they get to their 40s, they begin to adaptation. They begin to adapt and understand, understand there's some things that I need to understand that I can't just, I'm not as young as I used to. I can't do everything like I used to do it. I'm sort of slowing down. Now you get to your 50s, now that's the beginning of life. In your late 40s and 50s, that's the beginning of your life. You start realizing that, you, hey, look, I can't run as fast as I used to. I can't lift up on stuff like I used to. So you start saying, if I don't make it now, then my 50, then I, I just won't make it. Now I'm going into my declining year. I can't subtract 
subtract now from 100 and be less than that. Every time I make a subtraction now, I'm, uh, my, my numbers from 100 is less, and I know I'm probably gonna, not going to really be 100. So now you start realizing what you got to do, thinking about your family, thinking about your children now that have gotten grown, thinking about some grandchildren if you have them at that time. All of these things come, and life begins then. So now that's where God, you grow in knowledge and the understanding of God. It doesn't mean you're, if you've been 10 years in this church and you've been born again 10 years, that you've grown. If you haven't kept up with the Word of God and you haven't allowed the Word of God to be in your heart and made it priority in your heart, you didn't grow. That's right, you didn't grow. And so I'm saying to you that, my God, there's a change coming. There's a change coming in the world. There's a change coming on the earth. There's a change of power. There's going to be a change of power. We have taken on the culture of the world instead of the world taking our culture. Instead of we adapting, they adapting to us and the Christian leading them, they are leading us. We're trying to be like them, but I don't want to be like them. I want to be like Jesus. I want to be more and more like Jesus. I want to transform into Jesus. I want to be, I want to think like him. I want to walk like him. I want to live like him. I want to give my life to Christ completely. God bless you on today. And there's a change coming in your life. There's a change coming. Listen, if you don't know God, you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your Savior, you ought to receive him right now. For to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he will bless you. He will make ways that you that you don't understand. My God, you may think you're living good now, but let me tell you the joy that God gives you, the peace that God gives you, is passes all understanding. My God, you, people that came, your soul will look back and wonder how you got over. You'll be wondering, why did I spend all that? time in the, in, the, in, the, in the world in the first place because it only brought me temporary happen, happiness. Happiness depends on happenstance. Things have to happen before you get happy. But the joy of the Lord, you can have joy in the midst of your trouble. You can have joy in the midst of your problem. You can have joy when everybody else seems like they turn their back on you. You can still have joy. And out of all the things that God take you through and the devil try to destroy you, you still have joy. You can still have your peace. You can still have your love. And so I'm saying to you, if you don't don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Right now, pray this prayer with me. Dear God, forgive me for all of my sin. I am confessing that I am a sinner and I know that I'm lost, God. But I'm asking you that Jesus that died and was buried and on the third day came, rose again. I want you to come into my heart and save me. And God, if you save me, I will serve you to the best of my ability for the rest of my life. And God, I pray that you fill them with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, if you pray that prayer, God have saved you and the devil going to tell you you're not saved. That was too easy. You're not saved. Don't worry about what the devil say. You are saved and you go and wherever you are, find a church. If it's not here close, find a good church. There's a lot of good churches and find that church and become a part of it and, and, and go to, into Bible study and grow in God, grow in the wisdom and knowledge of Jesus Christ. God bless you today. And listen, I, I, I would appreciate it and thank you that have helped us and sown a seed for, for uh, our mission to help us. We're going to be feeding approximately a thousand people, uh, not a thousand people, a hundred people on this Thanksgiving, going to get a box. Uh, more, uh, 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 more than 100 if necessary, but we on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Saturday morning at 9 a.m., they're going to cars, your cars. You're not going to get out your car. They're going to put the food in the car. So if you know somebody that needs help, they can come to 135 West Victoria Street here in the city of Long Beach, California. I wouldn't say come at nine o'clock. Uh, I said we'll come before nine because people are gonna be lining up. And so when we give out all the boxes, that's all we can do. We're not we're not discriminating, we're not holding anything for anybody. First come, first serve. That's right, first come, first serve. Now let me pray for you. 
Father, you've given me a word and you've given an example from Job. God, that we are on our way, God, that our time is coming and our appointed day is going to be here. And we have all of our appointed time, God, our change is coming. Not only, God, a change in the uh, atmosphere, but a change in our life is coming, God. We're going to grow stronger in you. And I pray for those, oh God, that are watching today. I pray that your blessing will fall on them. I pray that you would heal, God, them or their loved one, their uncle, their cousin, their relative, their friend. Heal them mind, God, in the name of Jesus, heal their body. I pray that blessing, God, from you will fall on them, God, that the blessing that they pass by, God, and not having faith, that it'll overtake them and they would receive, God, from you, and that your power, God, will let them know that you are real and that this is not just an image, not imagination, but it's the real thing. You're a real God, and you're the God that opened doors that no man can shut. You're the God that make ways that no man can Get, can, can tear loose. No man can do it. And God, let your blessing fall on them. And I give you glory and praise for it. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen and amen. And listen, if you can post this, maybe you didn't enjoy it as much, but there's somebody need this word. Somebody got to know that a change is coming. That's right. They got to know that a change is coming in their life. They got to know they've been on drugs and drugs that just drug them down and, and just drag them down. They, 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 they at their lower. They got to know that maybe you got somebody divorce you. Maybe the husband walked off and left you with the children. Whatever it is, there's a change coming. There's a change coming. There's a shift in the wind and the wind is blowing and the wind is the Holy Spirit and get ready for it. And I want to bless you today and thank you uh, for what you're doing. Thank you for posting. Thank you so much for being a part of Moments of Inspiration. The Lord said the same. Now we'll be streaming live on Sunday morning at 8 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. I will be sharing a word from God with you. 8 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. on Sunday Sunday morning live stream and we hope that you are uh, able to join us if not it'll be posted and you can catch us uh, uh, uh catch get the same message at the same time the message regardless of when you get it it is just the powerful it's just the powerful and it's real and it's truthful and it's earnest that's right it's earnest and it comes from what god have given me that's right it's from and it's from me to you that's right from me to you and you be blessed and you be strengthened and may god best be yours god bless you and may god pour out a special blessing and remember that god is who he say he is god bless you have a blessed day Always, we're gonna make.